Uh, we're back with the second part of our TNG Kelvin casting thing, and we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, oh, I'm here with uh, Patrick, of course. Hello. And Jesse. Hello. And we're just going to jump straight back in with the only uh, regular cast member that we didn't get to last last week, uh, which is Deanna Troy. And Jesse, as a guest again, do you want to kick us off? I would absolutely love to. Now, I have to say, this was difficult for me. I My first thought was, uh, I believe her name is Alex Kingston, who played uh, River Song. Yeah. And I, yes, that is 100% an accent and hair-based casting choice, which is why I did not write her down to be included as my final choice, though I think she could just destroy playing in that role. I think she would do very, very good job. But... My wife, uh, my my lovely consultant on this project, actually had what I think is an even better idea for this character, and that, my friends, is Lady Gaga. I think this is the kind of role that you need somebody who embraces their inner strangeness without being like, what's the word I'm looking for? Without making it all about themselves, I guess. Like this person has a high empathy quotient. Um, willing to sit in other people's shoes, willing to uh, flirt with probably whomever we put in the Riker role, I think, right? I, I, I think Lady Gaga is actually a pretty good pick for her. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've not seen her act. I'm not, I know uh, American Horror Story is the biggest role, I think. But, um, but I can definitely see that. Um, Pat, Patrick, what have you got for us? Mm. Uh, I froze up a little bit on Troy at first until once again, I went back to kind of the original conception. Um, and, you know, Marina Sirtis always says before before the cleavage came out and I lost all my brains, the conception of her was that she was the greatest genius on the ship. And every so often you get just like a tiny little, tiny little glimpse of that. Like I think she beats data at chess in one episode, um, but it never. So I, I wanted to cast like what Troy should have been. Uh, and that actually led me to thinking about a certain other delightful television show uh, created by a DS9 alumnus, as a matter of fact. Uh, and I thought Lucy Liu inspired specifically by her portrayal as Watson in elementary. Uh, okay. I like that. I hadn't considered her, but I, I like that one. I like that. Um, so you get bonus points for naming one of my favorite shows as well. But <laughs> no, that's, that's a brilliant. Choice. I'll be honest. When you said going back to the original conception, I thought, I thought this was going to lead to you saying that you cast when you played the three-breasted wo- woman in uh, Total Recall. <laughs> no, um, no, that's Ensign. <laughs> yep. uh, sorry, Captain. Uh, Captain Gomez. <laughs> Which is, yeah, I. what a wonderful piece of trivia, right? <laughs> I just, okay, actually, I'm sorry. I have to interject here. Did you guys see the piece of trivia about the woman who played the uh, head of Starfleet security in Star Trek Picard? She was in an 80s metal band called Vulcan Death Grip. Wow. Like, how freaking cool is that? That is the last piece of Star Trek trivia, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. That was was very cool. Um, I'm going to say, I also struggled with Troy, partly because I was trying to go for left field choices for all of my options. And partly just because I didn't have a clue, to be honest with you. I ended up with um, uh, Alexandra Daddario. 
who I don't know if I've actually seen her act much. I like I know who she is, but I don't know that I've seen much I, of her in it. I don't. I, I so the only the only role I remember seeing her oh. in was she was in the Percy Jackson movies, which doesn't do much to sell her. I'll be honest; they weren't very good. Um, um, and like I said, I did struggle with this one. This wasn't. I don't have a lot of justification for this pick. But yeah, I found I, her on IMDb, but I haven't seen her. That's there. Um, I, yeah, I struggled. This is another one that I really struggled with, to be honest. Um, in terms of the the fan poll, I, I as I mentioned last week, I polled the Twitter audience, asked for your responses. Um, a good range of responses again with this one. Uh, the first of which that I I think we might want to discuss uh, because it's an interesting one. Uh, Amelia Clark. Clark, where have I heard that? That is interesting. So, does it start with an uh, E or an A? Uh, E, she's uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Oh, okay, okay. Um, she she seems like a great choice to me because she does have she seems to have that high emotional quotient, right? She's got so much going on behind her eyes, even when her face isn't moving. That that's actually a really yeah. interesting pick. It's interesting in a meta sense too, because I think she had some uh, some experiences that were regrettably similar to uh, Marina's um, on her first show. Uh, and yeah. I feel like she she's not letting that stop her career and she's not letting people, you know, nail her down that way anymore because now she is the queen of dragons. And yeah. how cool would it be to have her get to use her natural hair color for once instead of have to wear that platinum oh, blonde wig the entire time? <laughs> well, for, for once, that's the only, you know, she generally uh, yeah. does. Because of course I, I I'm the big Star Wars fan, so I always think of her as as Kira as well. Um, oh, right. And oh, there's cool. and there's uh, let's just say there's some reason to think that character may make a comeback in the Disney Plus shows that are swirling around. I hope and so. She's also going to be in the Marvel Secret Wars project, if I'm not mistaken. I wish. Uh huh. Oh, okay, yes, I'll, yes, so yes, I'll talk yes, about yes. Star Wars comics because you talk about Star Trek comics as much so much. Um, she appeared very unexpectedly in the middle of an arc that actually takes place between Empire and Jedi, and she fought Darth Vader over Han Solo's body. And oh. she didn't. She didn't win, but she lived. <laughs> Okay. And Lando Calrissian is actually watching this and he's like, okay, that was literally the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. So they, got big, they got big plans for her, clearly. Clearly, yeah. And of course, I'm, someone I'm, told Amelia in an interview and, and she was quite delighted. <laughs> I'm quite glad of that because I think I went very off topic here, but I, I, I do think the solo movie was quite underrated. So, Oh, yeah, that's going to age really nicely because people are going to, you know, be on uh, Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever. And they're like, what's something I can watch with my kids? And like when people don't come to that movie with all their baggage, I think it really shines. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, other, other picks on the poll. A couple of people went with the um, with the switching genders thing again. Um, and I'm really intrigued by this one. I'm, I don't know if it'd work, but I'd really like to see them try. Is David Diggs? Ooh, I could I could see that. I it, yeah, it might change the toning a little bit. 
of of the character, but I could see it. And I think that's no, an, if you know, I generally don't think like, oh, you know, a woman played this. Let's switch it to a man. But I think in this role, it's a very interesting thing to do. Yeah, definitely agreed. And then on on a, on a, on a similar note, another one that was that came up. Apparently, um, he's been announced for Star Trek Prodigy. Yes, he's yes. he isn't. He's supposed to be in it at some point. I don't know who he's playing, but um, obviously most famous for Hamilton um, because that is ever pervasive mm. and will never leave. <laughs> <laughs> but then on a on a similar note, um, in terms of sort of switching it around, uh, another one that again I'd be quite interested to see them try at the very least is Billy Porter. Billy Porter. Um, I'm not 100 sure whether they're actually non-binary or not, um, but very flamboyant. Um, always in like quite d- designer. Isn't isn't Billy Porter a designer, a fashion designer, or are they, are they just a model? I think I think they act as well. I'm not. I'm really there's not a sure big about. there's a big list of credits here. I just I haven't happened to see any of them, but yeah. Sure. Um, he's, he's the fairy godmother in the new Cinderella film. Okay. So just based on based on the wardrobe I'm seeing, he'd be an interesting pick for Guinan as well. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. Um, other than that, it's. I mean, we had this issue last week of I don't watch a huge amount of TV, so this is a lot of names <laughs> I don't know. A couple of them I vaguely recognise. So I mean, Jamie Clayton is that. Oh, okay. Wasn't she in um, the the one I always forget with the Wachowskis and, and J. Michael Straczynski? Sense8, Sense8. And, uh, and, looks like it, yeah. And, and, and she's a trans woman. And oh, okay. I mean, and, and Sense8 is all about empathy because essentially it's these eight people from all over the world who suddenly are like stuck in each other's heads. Oh, okay. And, and That's just like feel and see and think what the rest of them are thinking. So yeah, a lot of very internal part. Also, um, the part I, I do have a clear memory of some of the early episodes. So she's dating um Martha from Doctor Who. That's the actress. And um and they have a scene that really nicely sort of sort of sets up without without being explicit, but very, very implicit some of the uh prejudice they've faced um you know they go to a meeting of 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 uh, of of lesbians and one of them is like you know i feel like you're you're really colonizing this space and uh her girlfriend played by martha says why don't i colonize your face with my fist (laughs) okay i might have to watch that (laughs) (laughs) it's just a great mission statement it's something I, i i really quote unquote need to watch i really enjoyed the first few episodes and i just sort of like couldn't yeah. pick it back up, but maybe now that it's done, I'll, I'll have to go back because I love everybody involved with it. That's fair. Um, yeah, and then I mean, other, again, it's a lot of names that I don't recognize. Uh, Nina Dobrev was one of the options, which is a name I've vaguely heard of. I think. Don't know. It. Um, Gemma Chan. No. Well. Again, again, her. I don't. I, don't <laughs> oh, I, I know. Oh, I know her. She's been in some things very very physical like and in some of these are really interesting to think of troy being involved in like action sequences which she rarely did but Gemma chan would uh, would be really exceptional oh she was in the the waters of mars just to pull out more doctor who 
I mean, there weren't, there weren't that many people in that, so I imagine the <laughs> whatever Asian woman is oh, in yeah, that no, yeah. episode. Yeah, no, okay, that, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll move on. I mean, um, as I mentioned last week, I'm just sort of going down the list in the order that I picked them uh, here. So the next one I went through, went for was uh, Tasha Yar. Um, and so, sorry, I want to, if I if I can jump in with this one, just because I'm proud of it, because. Uh, you know, we don't have to be realistic with these picks, but I was sort of being semi-realistic and I thought, okay, what is for Yar, you could get the biggest swing ever, whatever stunt casting that you wanted, because they don't have to be around for very long. Um, and so I said, Charlie's Theron done. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I see that. Um, I was also, well, quite proud, quite proud of my pick. I think it's, it would change the character, I think, my one. Um, but I don't think necessarily in a bad way. And I, I'll be honest, when I was doing this, a lot of what I was doing was thinking, what shows have I watched recently and who did I like in them? What films have I watched recently and who did I like in them? And I was doing this not long after having watched Black Widow. Um, okay. Yeah. And so <laughs> Tasha, yeah, I ended up picking Florence Pugh. Yep. Um, I, I, like I say, I think it would change the character. I think she's... A lot more. I was going to say naive. I think you would you would emphasize the vulnerability with that choice, but the vulnerability is a huge part of Tasha. I feel like I feel like Florence Pugh is almost the perfect pick because she also we know that she can embody strength, like which is which is a huge part. The other you know the other giant piece of Tasha is is strength. I think I, I think Florence Pugh might be the perfect pick there. Um, I. I, I just had to go because I didn't want to pick Florence Pugh. Um, I went with uh, Hayden Panettiere with the same hair she oh. had in Scream 4. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, she's That's a, her. She's dead rare for Tasha. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the actor is very good. She's uh, Her screen presence is uh, what I would say is surprising. I didn't expect much out of her with the first time I saw her on screen. And then what I got from her, I was very impressed. That's probably more of failing on my part um, than it is on her part. But <laughs> she, she has talent and, and I'm just, I'd like to, I'm saying I personally would stand behind her as a choice for Tasha because of that. Okay. Look, your, your choices have unimpeachable talent, but just let me say this. Imperator Furiosa. Andromache. I yeah, I, don't, I do not disagree with Charlie Theron at all. I just for me, you'd have to rewrite the series to keep her around for more than two seasons if you if you put. Charles oh, I mean, I would I, I I'd kill her at the start, but she would go down <laughs> in a blaze of glory. It's not it's not a bad uh, not a bad pick at all. I I think it is a good pick. In fact. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I'm going to be honest, I, I know I've, I've made a lot of sort of fuss about how I don't recognize many of the names in the poll when people are doing that. I don't think I recognize any. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. Uh, oh, no, I take it back. I recognize a couple. Um, a couple of people said Dakota Fanning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, which, yeah, sure. Uh, Katie Sackhoff. Oh my God! Well, could see that. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just mad that I didn't, that I didn't think of her. But on the other hand, she has her own science fiction show. You know, it's almost yeah. hard to go like, okay, Starbuck, and now you're, 
and now you're Tasha. That might that might have been just why my brain didn't go there. Um, and then another one that was mentioned a couple of times was uh, Kate McKinnon. Oh, oh, I well. think came up last week as well. <laughs> I think she could do it, but she's. When I see Kate Kate McKinnon, I want to smile. I, I, not mm-hmm. not to pigeonhole her as a comedic actress because I know she has talent. I'm just saying I love her, and when I see her, I want to smile. <laughs> mm. That's fair. Now, um, I, I, I'm I'm quite proud of my pick for the next one, so I'm going to take the lead on this one because we're going to we're going to do Miles O'Brien now. And uh, yes. my, my pick for Miles, Miles O'Brien was James Nesbitt. James hmm. Now, why do I know uh, that name? He oh, he's been in. He's not. He doesn't. Well, he does do. Oh, he was in the the Hobbit. Was he? Um, was he the dwarf with the mustache? Oh, I've been so Bofer. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was great in that. I mean, I approached this immediately thinking I want another Irish actor in the role. I want. I did briefly flirt with the idea of putting a Scot in the role. Um, but no, I, I, I want an Irish actor, and he's very he. To me, when I look at O'Brien and I look at uh, Colin Meaney, I inherently find him. And, and I know as the series goes on, he has some quite tragic sort of episodes and stuff. But I inherently find him kind of funny. The face is similar. Yeah, the face is also quite similar. Um, but Nesbit does a lot of sort of. Not necessarily roles in comedy films, but he quite light-hearted roles within more serious things. Um, which I think is, although to be fair, he also was uh, Jekyll in the BBC production Jekyll, which was god awful. So mm. we'll ignore that one. <laughs> my favorite bit, my favorite bit of trivia, just going slightly off topic, of that my favorite bit of trivia about that show is that there was a scene where he was supposed to. Uh, fling a pack of matches so that they went over his shoulder and he just flung them into his face instead and they didn't have time for a second take. <laughs> so that's in the episode. I like that pick. Yeah, I, 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 I again, I, I kind of struggled a bit. I limited myself quite a lot in terms of saying, oh, I want an Irish actor and stuff like that. But I, I was quite happy with that one. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... I, w- I won't say mine's any better. Um, I I will say uh, I was partly motivated by my desire to rescue this uh, person from uh, the IT crowd. Uh, but uh, Chris O'Dowd. Good yeah. He and was close to being my neck as well. And it's yeah. And because because he can do funny and he can do tragic and it would probably be a funnier character. Um but you know, I think he's got the look, and he's the right age, and just you know, I'm I want that guy to take off. Damn it! Yeah, he deserves it. I'm Jesse. Okay, I have two answers for O'Brien. One of them is, I don't know. One of them is like my "Wouldn't this be great?" like funny answer, and then my other one is this is what I actually want, but it also makes me sad to talk about. So. <clears throat> the first one would be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think you put Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this role. It's funny because he's hugely famous. I think you put him in this role as who he is now. <laughs> like okay. he's, he's he's hugely famous. Um, nobody is treating him with you know the aplomb that he deserves. He gets maybe a couple of lines per episode. I think it would be hilarious to put David uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> in that spot. 
So um, this is this is a similar gag to um, Deadpool 2. What is the most wasteful way we can use the greatest actor in the world and how they use Brad Pitt? Right. That's, <laughs> that's why I think it would be great to put him there. Um, now, I also, uh, I have to say, I don't know a lot of Irish actors. Um, I'm, I'm American, in case you couldn't tell. But the 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 British actor that I would slot into this role for sake of comedy and respect personally would be Sean Locke because I just watching him on the shows I've seen him on his deadpan and his, you know, hit the daggers that he shoots people, you know, whether yeah. they're part of a joke or not, this dude nails that. And, and, we know from his appearances on British television that he can stand at a podium with the best of them and that he is going to elevate every little small scene he is with two, three lines. I, I'm actually really proud of my pick suddenly for O'Brien as Sean Locke. I can't seem yeah. to find this guy on IMDb. Uh, he might not be. He's a comedian more than an actor. But Yeah, look up uh, Sean Locke Countdown. He might okay. show up. Yes. Yeah. How, how is the Sean spelled? Uh, he's a scene. Yeah. S-E-A. <laughs> no, I, I, that's a really good pick, actually, and obviously quite a devastating one given relatively recent yeah. news. Oh, but, um, I see what you mean. Yeah. Oof. No, I, I, I can very much. I have very conflicted feelings on, about that man, but he, I definitely agree he would be brilliant in that role. Um. Really me down. Um, <laughs> no, um, no, yeah, I, no, I see it. Um, in terms of the the listeners, uh, some of the picks, Michael Fassbender was thrown out. Sure. Uh, yep. Which I think I, I can see. I think would almost be a similar situation to what you were saying about sort of being too big for the role and mm. it being quite funny um, <laughs> with him having next to nothing to do. Uh, but I, I, I could see that. Um, uh, Jason O'Mara, a couple of people said. Uh, Domino Gleason again. I think he's shown up for half the character at this point. Um, and the picks. Uh, when I put this poll up, I didn't get many results first at first, and they sort of trickled in. And there was one result that came in that made me go, "I'm not sure I want to do this anymore," <laughs> because I really, I, I, and I, I don't mean to insult the person who who sent this in because. Maybe it would work. Maybe it's a great pick. But but Rupert Grint. Mm. Rupert Grint. Uh, Ron Weasley. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm familiar. <laughs> this Just... was my thinking. That's my thinking re- repetition. Right, okay, yeah. And I'm, I don't see it at all. And all apologies to the person who sent it I, in. Okay. <laughs> I think what they were going for was um, sad sack. The, right? Yeah, like, the, hap, the haplessness. Yeah. The, the maybe, sense of maybe that'll make more sense than when I've seen later seasons in Deep Space Nine, because at the moment he's very much just a bit part where I'm at. He's not yes. had, that, had those devastating backstories and stuff yet. So maybe, maybe that'll make more sense to me later on. Between the two, though, uh, of him and Dom Hall Gleason, I think I would go with Dom Hall Gleason personally, but I don't yeah. think Rupert Grint is a bad choice. That's, I mean, that's I, I I think, and and you know, I'm not an expert, but I think essentially he out of those main three, he's the one who's kind of like just retired, like yeah, I'm done. Yeah. So I think yeah. what you're what you're after is you know I want O'Brien to be Ron Weasley, and you know that's a that's a choice. You 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 like that or you don't? That's fair. Um, 
but yeah, those, those were the picks. That's pretty much all I've got for um, for O'Brien. The next one that I had uh, was for Guinan. And I'm going to start straight off with, with some of the poll results for this one, actually, because a lot of people uh, quite rightly told me that there is no recasting with Goldberg. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and that's very fair. But I think if you had to recast Whoopi Goldberg, and I'm quite proud of this choice i would recast her with uh uh Wumi masaku that is going an back excellent to... choice thank you spell that uh one uh w u n m i and m o s a k u she was the unnamed agent woman in loki oh yes if you need a little bit more uh, range from her, go back to the aforementioned Lovecraft Country, which she stars in alongside Jonathan Majors, my pick for Picard. This this woman, this is the pick. This is the actual correct pick, and it is also <laughs> my pick, and that's why okay. I'm so far behind it. But yes, this is an excellent, excellent choice. I think that's the first time we, we two of us have picked the same person, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's the, the first time we both landed on the same person. I've had a couple of written down that you guys have used that I steered away from just for that reason. But I think this is the, the first one we've, we've landed on. And I just, because um, uh, I didn't use your list, that's all. I would have thought of someone if it had occurred to me to think of someone. And I think, again, I just, I went for different, uh, just, you know, I went for different recurring and one-off characters. Yeah. So by default, I mean, I think you have a fantastic choice there. So like cut, print, let's do it. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, the poll results, most people just said Whoopi Goldberg. Um, Viola Davis was mentioned. I, She's too hard to me, I think. She's too much of a moody person. I would, yeah. I, she could pull uh, it off, but she wouldn't, she, she wouldn't feel like a natural fit. Yeah. Um, and Morgan Freeman was another pick, which I think is just... Going through some sort of big name things. Um, and that was it for Guy, and that was we got through Guy quite quickly. Um, so we will move on to the next one. Uh, and I know you two said you didn't necessarily use my list, so I don't know who you've got picked for here, but the last one that I had on my list as one for everyone to pick was the Q. And see this um, one, I I'm not against recasting Guinan in principle, but with Q, like if John Delancey is still alive, you put him up in front of that camera. <laughs> and like, it's not that there's not like you cast a million snarky people for this, right? Like Loki is basically Q, right? Uh, but yeah. just, I don't know, he's he's earned it. <laughs> Because he took okay. something. If you if you watch Farpoint, like Q's dialogue is not inspired. Like what no. Q is grows out from John Delancey. But that, you that know, like, I'm I'm open to being wowed. Yeah, I mean, I. So this was another one where I picked my character. I picked my actor, and then I saw the poll results, and I went. And I should have picked that one instead. The one I picked initially, <laughs> and the one that I'll go with for now, um, uh, was Rami Malek. I okay. think he exactly. would be a much more sinister version of the character. I don't, I don't think you'd have the goofiness necessarily. That's not inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, just like with Picard, maybe you have to, maybe you have to put a spin. Maybe um, you have to go in a very different direction. Yeah. <laughs> 
absolutely. But then, then the one that I sort of I saw in the poll and I went, "That's an obvious pick." Why didn't I think of that? Uh, was Tom Ellis? Oh, and Ellis so, solely to me because he's so so brilliant as oh uh, my as, gosh, yes. as Satan as the devil in Lucifer. Um, he was in Doctor Who as well because everyone we picked today seems to be. Um, but he's his biggest role is Lucifer in Lucifer, and it it almost is Q as a character in that show. It's not that dissimilar as a character. Yeah, it's very much a inspired by, which is kind of what I'm talking about. I feel like there's a lot of Q spinoffs in media, frankly, which just yeah. again speaks to the power of that. And Q himself is a classic archetype, but I mean the way it's portrayed on TV. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, those are my two choices. I don't know if I... Did I review two have one for Q or... Yeah, so I actually have two for Q. Okay. Um, one of them one of them is mine, and I will share that one, but I, I do have to shout out my very good friend Cameron. He is the green shirt in the show Green Shirt, a newbie's trek through the next generation. Very similar setup where he's never seen the show before and he goes through an episode at a time. Uh, his his show did a similar exercise, and I specifically tried not to pull any of their picks because I didn't want to mm. feel like I was stealing. But I do know one pick that he wanted to get out that I don't know if I don't remember if they ended up keeping it, but I thought it was an inspired choice for Q is uh, Taika Waititi because he can play oh. just whimsical, chaotic, enjoyable, a little bit sinister energy at basically any time. The guy has chops I, I i don't know that i've ever seen a director who can act quite as good as he can mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he's definitely a director first and an yeah. actor second um but i i thought it was a great choice so shout out to cameron from green shirt and then my pick is um actually just going to be jeff goldblum because when i saw oh. him as the grandmaster in Thor <laughs> Rock, I went, that's cute that's the same character as Q, except he has a shiny robe. Like it, it, it's it's yeah, it, it worked well for me. The um, you know, the destroy, you know, having godly level powers uh, on a whim, I think, works well with for Jeff Goldblum. Um, I think that's a character you could personally. I think I would change the actor who plays that character every time, a la Doctor Who. So it'd be mm-hmm. like Jeff Goldblum and then Taika Waititi, and then you know, just any smattering of characters that I would, or of actors that I would like to throw onto that show with, with whoever. And that way we actually could get a John Delancey reprisal. There you go. Yeah. I I mean, inspired choices. Both of those are inspired choices. The one thing I will say with the Taika Waititi one is I adore. (laughs) He's he's brilliant. And he, he was one of my favorite actors, despite being a director first. And then I watched Free Guy. And I adore the movie Free Guy. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either. It's brilliant. It's a... Um, oh, okay. I'll have to see it. Um, kind of a sort of spoof of Ready Player One type thing. Um, but he I plays... Wonder, like, I wonder, though, if... Because he played he played Ryan Reynolds' sidekick in um, Green Lantern, and that's probably the first thing I ever saw him in. He's not really getting good in that either. So I wonder if that's, <laughs> this is just like paycheck roles or like because my friend is doing it roles. Possibly. He is he is quite a big role in Free though. He's the creator of the sort of virtual world, and he's also... Like, they, they, they very much try to portray him as, like, you know the type of person who's, like, middle-aged and tries to be down with the kids type thing? 
and they like have him uh-huh. dabbing and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just like just just stop. I'll be but, honest, that sounds like terrible writing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it absolutely could be, but I think, I mean, I his delivery is is bizarre in that film, but it could be a fluke. It, I, I, everything else that I've seen him in, bar Green Latin, I've I've loved him in. So I'm being nitpicky here. <laughs> hey, this is the place to do it. Well, yeah. Um, quite a, a varied range of picks on the poll. Obviously, like I mentioned, Tom Ellis was mentioned. Um, another one that I thought was another quite inspired choice that I hadn't thought of uh, was Matt Berry. Um, uh, okay. Um, no? I, no, 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 no. It's, it's a great pick, actually, but I, I have him as Luxana Troy. Okay, yeah. Which is no, possibly no. the thing that I thought of that I am the proudest of. Okay. Yeah, no, we're, talking, <laughs> we're talking Matt Berry from uh, Mighty Boosh? Yes. Uh, is he in Mighty Boosh? Because, yeah, I, I mean, I think of him Boosh. as what we what we do in the shadows now. Like, yes, he is yeah. that that guy. Yeah. Um, other choices. Uh, someone mentioned Matt Smith, um, going back again to Doctor Who. I'm not so sure on that because I don't know how well he played Dark. Well, he did play the Doctor Dark, but I don't know. See, the problem is I got halfway through that sentence and then realised I was wrong. <laughs> um, oh. Cut that. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, I could see that working. Um, Ryan Reynolds was mentioned, going back to that. Uh, Charlie Day, which the, oh. they, 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 they specified That's... that he would be a more feral form of Q. He'd be like, a great Barkley, I think. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, and also the he though it'd be a much more like sprightly, I think, take, yeah. which of course is is inherently interesting. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and then Ken Young was mentioned again for that one. That one I can see. Yeah, yeah. So that that, that was the main list of characters. That was the list that I uh, sent away. And then, like I said, I also asked everyone on the and I know you guys have come up with a few as well to just come up with uh, a couple of characters either recurring or one-off um, preferably from the first two seasons of TNG but most people ignored that <laughs> fine. fine, don't listen to me <laughs> I promise I didn't ignore it it's just that I'm bad at following instructions which is and I was, uh, yeah, I was doing the like, same way to phrase the same thing I was, like, I was in like a flow state I was stream of consciousness and then I like went back to it and I'm like, hmm, I went some weird places <laughs> No. To be fair, I didn't really follow my own instructions because I picked three. <laughs> <laughs> that makes um, me feel better. Fair. So the, the first character that I, I picked for this for casting was Bruce Maddox. Mm. I, thought, I know he's not a huge character, but he's an important role in the in the series as a whole. So, And my pick for who to cast as Bruce Maddox would be uh, Ian Grifford. Okay. Who, okay. For those okay. Who, who aren't aware... Probably his most famous role would be, um, uh, unless you, you might correct me here, but to me his most famous role would be Mister Fantastic. Yeah, in the Fantastic Four movies. Um, that would be why I have not seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I will stand by those two Fantastic Four movies being way better than anyone gave them credit for. To be clear, you haven't said you will stand by them being good. You will you stand by them being better than people give them credit for. There. Fun. <laughs> That's good enough for me. Good, good for me. but they're fun. Good. I like it. <laughs> um, and then my next pick. So, um, 
uh, again, I, I was limited, obviously, by the first two seasons of the show because that's what I've seen. Uh, so my next pick was Moriarty. I think I'd recently seen uh, Elementary Dear Data at this point. And I was quite proud of this pick. My pick for Moriarty was uh, Reese Ifans. Ooh, I like that. I, I'll be honest with you, part of this was inspired by me really, really wanting Reese Ifans to be in it. Because <laughs> um, I... I Okay. Would do unspeakable things to that man. Um, and then my final pick, and this is absolutely a one-off character, and not even a particularly important one, um, but it just sort of struck me as as quite a neat casting. So Reva, um, mm. I know the original actor was himself deaf, and I didn't. I was in two minds about including this because the ca- actor I've cast for him isn't, and I wasn't sure whether that was okay or not. But I, I, I'll, I'll put it in and we'll what people think is what they think. But I, for Reva, to me, Tony Karan. Um, I can see that. Again, I, I was inspired largely by his performance in Doctor Who as um, Van Gogh. I think that sort of sort of struggle within oneself and that, it, it carries over a lot from that. I... I, I yeah, again, it, it it's hard to justify these, especially when I'm the only one who's picked these characters. But I I think his he's very good at playing troubled characters. Got it. Uh, so, Patrick, did you have any other any other characters that you'd? Yes, I have uh, six of them. They're a mixture of one-offs, wow. recurring, and one regular. Um, I mentioned Luxana Troy um, just because I'm very proud of that. Uh, and you could say, so uh, he's uh, Deanna's father instead of mother, or you could just chalk it up to alien, whatever. But I just think that's the same energy. Um, probably the technically only appearing in one episode. My other, my other one-offs actually are actors who appear more than once, but uh Roga Danar, because you just finished that one. Yeah. Um, my thought was uh, Diego Luna, uh, of course, uh, similar to his past and upcoming role as Cassian Andor in star Wars. Okay. Um, Pulaski for a while I had as uh, Betty White, but that was mostly a joke. Um, I wound up going with uh, Kate Dickey from uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, Barkley, who you haven't met yet, but uh, so Jesse might in the audience might enjoy this, but it, it interacts with my pick for LaForge. Uh, Danny Puddy from Community. I had a feeling you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so well placed. my other uh, my other sort of sort of gag was um, how uh, Susie Plaxon uh, played both uh, Salar and uh, Kalar. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do another uh, double casting, uh, and I picked uh, Maisie Williams, also from okay. Game of Thrones, and now quite a few other things. And uh, yeah, and finally, one that you won't be able to uh, admire this choice for a, f- a couple seasons yet, but uh, the character of Captain Jellico that Jesse and most of our audience will be familiar with. Uh, I'm kind of proud of this one, uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, oh, I can dig that. I I've seen, personally... seen little bits of Jellico, and I yeah, 
Because he's got to be able to just come in and completely flip everything over with utter confidence and just beat Riker back into a quivering pile of nothing while being far less physically imposing than him. And it just it just hit me like a flash. So for me, the only character, the only actor you can put in that role in the Kelvin verse of The Next Generation is Patrick Stewart. Oh, well, you, yeah, <laughs> okay, that's fun, you too. You have him show up and be the guy that everybody hates for a couple You're of all useless. I mean, yeah, like, uh, we, we need at least one more shift in the rotation here. That is fun. Um, Jesse, did you have any other characters left? I do. I have a couple. So my uh, my first one that I really I'm, I'm very proud of. Uh, yes, this is mostly a gag, but, you know, I think it would work. And I think it would work really well is give me Michael Rooker playing Mott the Barber. I don't think you have met Mott the Barber yet, Sam, but trust me, when you get there, you'll go, oh, that's the whole joke, huh? Um, but it's actually <laughs> I think it's actually I think he would play that role really well because it's a Rooker esque thing it's somebody that you want to know more but who isn't the lead and you know this this character that seems rough around the edges but that definitely has a heart of gold i think that's that's Mont the barber for me and we know for a fact he can play blue that's again when sam gets there i was (laughs) hoping to save that (laughs) yes but yes um uh, i think that was that was the easiest uh, place for me to start no trust me i get it that was uh, (laughs) couldn't resist the pun me to start yeah um, so I, I definitely, I, I actually think that would be a good pick. I think it might work out really well. Um, another one that I put down, um, Joe Keery, since we can't get away from the Stranger Things kids, <laughs> Joe Keery was the the babysitter, right? The boyfriend with the crazy hair. I think he'd be a pretty good Akona if if you gave him his oh, own sure. Ship and he's, you know, just out in space. He's, he's a little thinner than Akona is, but... I don't think it matters. I think he could pull off that energy yeah. really well. And you've got two characters fighting over him because he has such pretty hair. So I, put, I like hey, that pick. I got to say, you know, cause I, you know, I watched stranger things from the start and his character was just written to be the bully and the romantic false lead and just not have anything good or strong about him. And Joe Keery just transformed that role and became like, the the left field hit darling of the show and yeah. i would watch pretty much anything with him well I, I will say in that case then uh going back to what we were just saying he's also in free guy so go watch that oh hey oh, yeah nice. it's Look time <laughs> quite major role I, in it as well. I think my last one um also was was barkley um and i this one's hard for me because there's a couple there's a couple of actors where I think okay that's definitely the right answer and then there's other actors where I'm like that would be the funny way to go definitely um so like if you had Jonah Hill as Barkley I think that would be funny that would be <laughs> it's one of those things where you'd be like oh I see why they did this and you would either be there for that tone or or not there for that tone I think it would definitely be a a divisive um you know, audience, audience point. Um, but then my actual answer for Barkley and, and I, Sam, I apologize. Cause you, you, you need to see these episodes for this to make good sense yeah. to you. But um, Adam driver, I, I think he, hmm. the guy is way better. I mean, he's the best actor in the new star Wars trilogy, like by a mile, I think. And he 
doesn't get too many chances in that series to show his range. But as we know now, the dude has range. Um, well, so I, I think- like that because I think he could do that sort of uncanny valley thing. And if you haven't seen uh, The Dead Don't Die, uh, Tilda Swinton's in that. Very Many very famous people are in that. It's incredibly strange. Like you get to the end and you're like, you know, what the fuck was that? But you know, he, he's a highlight and he's playing someone who's just like, like five degrees off from humanity. And I think that's a good choice for Barkley. And and I think that's kind of where, where, what I was seeing without being able to put words to it. Cause he's got this, like keeping something under the surface, but he's still relatable, but he's, you know, you can tell he's maybe dangerous, which is, Mm -hmm. I mean, Barkley is as close as you get to like uh, a dangerous crew member for, for a while, right? Like, whoa, why is this guy so far outside the norm for what we're used to? Um, Plus he's kind of already, it's, you can think of it as another take on uh, Matt, the radar technician. I love Matt, the radar technician. Oh, how you doing, Matt? Like, <laughs> just the way that, that uh, Leslie Jones character talks to him in that skit is like uh, priceless. And <laughs> That and I bet Kylo Ren has an eight pack. I saw <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like praise Adam Driver for as long as you want me to. <laughs> well, Sorry, yeah, let's let, so he's my he would be I think he would be my pick for Barkley, and that exhausts my list. Yeah, I'm out. Cool. So I'm gonna sort of pick highlights from the poll for this one because I see there's quite a few because people are picking more than one. Um, one that I thought was inspired, and, and we just mentioned um, O'Connor and Joe Keery was a brilliant choice, but one that I think is is an inspired choice. Someone suggested uh, Bo Burnham. Oh, for yeah. O'Connor, that is a good pick. Yes, I was I was impressed with that one. I thought that that's, kind that's of like a, a he's got like a condescending confidence that would fit that one. Yeah. Wait, what? What for? What character? O'Connor. Oh, O'Connor. Oh, uh, got it. I thought you were saying O'Connor, and I'm like, what? No, okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, the same person actually also then suggested for the uh, for the Dauphin, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, which I think is 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 the obvious pick potentially there. Sure. Oh well, she could she could play Wesley slash Leslie too. Oh yeah, that's true. I would actually um, like to see her play that character, but be named Wesley. I think that would that would go. That would be a good way to approach that. Yeah. Well, sure. If we can have Michael Burnham. I love Michael Burnham. <laughs> there we go. Um, no, yeah. Um, another one that I thought was a quite a good pick. Again. <laughs> another one that I thought was quite a good pick. Um, someone suggested for Leia Brahms, uh, Samara Weaving. Ooh. Which I, I could definitely see that. I mean, honestly, like no, no shade on the writing or the acting even though it probably might deserve it um i think leia brahms is a generic enough character that anyone could play it so sure (laughs) samara weaving it you know she'll she can lead a movie um so yeah obviously she can do it (laughs) yeah um another pick for jellico someone suggested uh john malkovich um uh, for the traveler, someone suggested Ian McKellen. Sure. It's not a bad pick. It's, yeah. How about Doug Jones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, another one that I, again I think is is quite inspired um, for uh, Damon Bach. Uh, someone suggested Jack Black. That actually works. I think Jack Black might be able to play all the Ferengi. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree. He and he actually would... and the Packleds. There's actually a couple species Jack Black can play all of. Jeez. Yeah. No, I yeah. Um, and then the only other one I've got someone who clearly had been watching uh, It's Always Sunny before writing this. this <laughs> Charlie, uh, Charlie Day. Because, uh, Charlie Day for Damon Bach and uh, Robert McKellen. Him. <laughs> Rob mm. McKellany for uh, O'Connor. Uh, he actually does sure. look like the guy who played O'Connor. I'm kind of yeah. So, I think yeah. I think that should be that should be a, a dark take on O'Connor, which the, the <laughs> character could easily support in another universe. But just full, like, you know, I am the golden god um, because of the implication. Just go to town on the creep factor with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about all of the picks. Um, well, most of the picks uh, from that list. And that's about it. That's that's our TNG Kelvin casting. Sounds um, I'm gonna good. Going to pop out with this uh, some polls that we won for the first week and one for the second week. Uh, who do you think had the best cast? I'll pop cast lists out as well so that you can have another look at who we picked. I'm going and to have to yet. I'm going to have to insist that I be allowed to campaign for my cast and that uh, photos be included with the lists. <laughs> uh, I'll allow you to campaign for the cast if you promote the podcast while doing it. I, that's <laughs> the only way it would work. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fine. That more listeners, I'm happy. I will let my picks speak for themselves because I'm extremely lazy. <laughs> that's, that's valid. Um, yeah, so let us know. Um, and let us know who you would have picked if you didn't uh, take part in the poll itself. Um, if, if I have to have one canonical pick for Picard because that was the only one where I really hedged my bets, I, I will go with Kyle McLaughlin. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Idris Elba is good, but that you know that's obvious. <laughs> so before we wrap up, Jesse, plug your uh, things. I would love to. So if you would like to get more of me in your ears or your life, you can just go to whatever podcast app you use to listen to podcasts and look up Sudden But Inevitable. I will pop up. My show is all about uh, grabbing my friends by the face and using their bodies to break down the gates of the gatekeepers of my favorite fandoms. That's uh, Firefly, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, We've recently watched Highlander, Slither, Space Sweepers. We're going to be watching Logan's Run coming up here soon. So definitely go check us out. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at SuddenButt, one T as in but inevitable. You can follow me on Instagram at SuddenButInevitablePodcast. You can watch the show live Friday nights at YouTube.com slash TwistMyArmPodcast. Or to get everything all in one place, just go to TwistMyArmPodcast.com dot com slash s b i and i have to say just one more time thank you to sam patrick and dave i i have so much fun coming to never seen and as a person whose goal it is to be on almost every star trek podcast available i gotta say thank you for helping me reach my goal and thank you for coming on you've you've been brilliant but until next week i've been sam i've been patrick and i've been jesse and thank you for listening This episode of I've Never Seen was brought to you by our lovely followers over on Patreon, including Andrew McGray, Joshua DeVries, Matthew Wolf-Simon, Paul Stockton, and Rob Birch.